Now. Hello, everybody. I would like to introduce you to a friend of mine who is in Uganda. He is a new friend we have met this week on the international stage of Clubhouse. Mandela Salim Buluma runs and heads up a, an orphanage in Uganda where he is caring for 101 children. And he's also taking care of elderly people in the environment. I'm going to introduce Mandela to you now. We're doing an audio interview only because our video interview yesterday, which was loaded onto YouTube, has poor um, audio quality. So I'm hoping to supplement that interview with this audio interview today. And Mandela's with me in the room in Clubhouse. And so I'm going to invite Mandela up to speak now. Mandela, hello, how are you today? I'm fine. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Wonderful. And tell us where you're speaking to us from. Is there a particular area in Uganda where you are? I'm speaking to you from Uganda, uh, in the region, the eastern region of Uganda, in a district called Kiri District. Wonderful. And are you with the children at the moment? Are you at the orphanage right now? No, at the moment, at the moment, I'm not with the children, but they can always get there. Once you let me know at what time, I always get to them. I'm always spending the rest of the day with them. So it's always simple for me to do with them, since uh, I dedicate the full day to them. Wonderful. Well, I realized that you needed to get to somewhere quiet so that you could have the different interviews that you've been having today and to speak on the different stages. Now, I know that you're a very busy man and you have lots of things to do and people to take care of and that you are preparing for the big fundraising event on Friday, which is being run by the Cocos Foundation. And so I'd just like to start, first of all, to ask you just to give us no more than five minutes, a little bit of your own personal story, um, where you grew up and who has influenced you now. Just five minutes so that we can know a little bit about you, not about the work you're doing or anything else. We just like to know a little bit about your private story. So Mandela, do let us know a little about your childhood and what your influences are. Thank you. It's your turn to speak. You're welcome. Greetings, greetings everyone. I'm called Mandela Salim. I was born in the district of Bukiri district, Uganda. I grew up from a family of seven with my father, who was a farmer. Uh, he named me after Nelson Mandela because of his love for Nelson Mandela. He always looked at him as a role model. So each time he would keep telling me that Mandela, my son, I want you to be like Nelson Mandela. I don't want you to be the real Nelson Mandela, but I want you to act and move the people around you. I don't want you to look at people differently. I want you to look at everyone as one person, have love for people, have love for everyone around you, show them that you, you make sure you turn them into different Mandelas around the world. You may not turn them into the you, the Mandela you are, but you can turn them into Mandelas who are also ready to inspire different people. So that's how my father raised me up uh, to be the Mandela you're listening to today. Uh, how we started this project is uh, back then, my father, uh, he was a farmer. At this time, he would get products from his garden. He would always share with the children in the community, children who had nothing on them, children who had no food, 
children who had no clothes. So each time he would invite them around, he makes a meal for them. He gives them the love they need. He gives them a meal. He shares with them. He shows them that tomorrow I may not have a meal, but when I get a meal, you're always welcome to share. So this kept going. It kept going. The extent that uh, the children started coming, the number started increasing time to time, time to time. Uh, that's why you see currently we are having uh, 101 children uh, that we are staying with. 61 are within the orphanage and uh, 40 from the community. I don't always prefer calling it an orphanage because to them, to these children, it is home. So I always prefer calling it home. To them, it is home and they share a lot of things as a family. To them, they are one family. They spread the fact that uh, they are from different mothers and fathers. But when they are together, they look at each other as one family. So they share one love. See? That's why you hear uh, that we are having uh, this project that is going to run uh, the farm project, whereby an event for it is being carried out. And the event is going to be carried out on the 13th, Friday, 13th August, starting at 6 a.m. British Standard Time. This is to help us raise funds. These funds are to help us get a farm for these children. When I talk about children, I don't mean that uh, the children are going to be forced to work or they are going to be forced to go into what they don't want. You know, children are complicated. You may have children that love working and you may have children that don't love working. But being the fact that uh, it is their farm, their, their home is going to be set on the same farm, doesn't mean that uh, they will work day and night, you know. Being that you can take an example, we are staying in a small place, but we have children that have planted bananas, banana plantations. We have children that are looking after rabbits. We have those that look after hens. We have those that look after goats. But we also have those children that don't look after anything. We also have those children that wake up in the morning, they grab their book, they read through their book, uh, they go and play around and rest. But we also have those children that play around, but as they are playing, they keep checking on their animals. They say, oh, I have to check if my rabbits have fresh fed. I have to check if my rabbits are having water. You see? So that is why when we talk about getting this farm, it is to give the children skill, mainly those that are interested in getting the skill. You know, as we are having 101 children, it doesn't mean that all of them are going to get the skill. We also have those that are looking at education as their skill, but we also have those that are having the skill of farming and they are looking forward to developing it. So that's why I would love to hear, to hear you sharing about this, sharing about this project, spread it to the world. Tell the world about what is happening on Friday. Thank you so much, Mandela. Yes, and I hear your heart, and I love the fact that you are one of seven children as well. So you come from a big family and from a family with a big heart. And that really means a lot to me. I have a podcast called Talking Hearts, and I'm going to put this conversation onto my podcast. It is a very small podcast still, but I will do everything I can to help to spread the love. And on Friday, the 13th of August 2020, which is this Friday, there is the fundraiser to help you to raise funds, to buy land so that you can do what you've described. And we have had conversations with others. And I know that the children's safeguarding and all of those things are under 
under control, everything's being managed very responsibly and carefully and well. Um, but I am particularly interested in the people, it's for other people to manage all the other fundraising, etc. And I am conscious that once the fundraising event on Friday, which will be run on Clubhouse, and then there is a fundraising page, which I will be directing people to the link for through wherever they hear this audio um, conversation, there will be the link for people to give to the fund. Um, but I am conscious that once Friday is over, that particular event will be finished. And so I'm very pleased to know that you are working in partnership with the Cocos Foundation and that there is the possibility that people can continue to contribute to the funding to help with the ongoing feeding and education and clothing, et cetera, for the children. Is that correct, Mandela? Yes, that is correct. And uh, with, with when working with the Coco Foundation is the opportunity that we have never got. But it is an opportunity that has already made the lives of the children change. We are sure of uh, food. And we also assure, we also sure that the project will keep moving because of the Coco Foundation. The efforts they are putting into the love they have put into this, uh, it makes me so confident that our project is going to move smoothly with no barriers, with nothing stopping it. Nothing is going to limit this project. And I'm very sure I already see children uh, developing their skills. I already see children as big entrepreneurs in the future. I already see children becoming better people. We can look on. That is because of the Coco Foundation and Bitcoin of my great six five. You see, what they have done has showed me that never look at any opportunity now, never ignore saying out what your vision is. Because I had this vision in me, and the first time that uh, Pete asked me about what can we do for you, I hesitated because I was feeling like now I have a big vision. I personally have failed to make it come true for the children. So I looked at it as something very challenging, but to, to my own beating, uh, Things are changing in just a couple of weeks. Uh, the, the, everything I send around us, the page is moving for this, this project. The page is moving. Before even the, the, the limit, we're already heading to 20%. Currently, we're on 18%. And I'm very sure by the end of the night, we could be on 20%. Everything is possible. And Clubhouse has made me realize that uh, everything is possible once you share your vision, once you share with everything that you're doing. Once you share with the family out here, you can have great opportunities that you've never expected to have in life. See? Yes, that's wonderful. You know, while you were speaking, Mandela, I was thinking that we have some very, very special connection points. Pete Cohen has done a lot in South Africa, and that is where I was born and raised. So like you, I'm an African as well. Chris Connors is doing work in South Africa, and I believe he's doing such special, special work in KwaZulu-Natal, which is actually where I was born. And so there's something very special about this. And I love when I've heard your vision in other places. I love the fact that you are teaching the children and that you have an entrepreneurial vision for the children as well. And that you are, you know, we think of that Chinese proverb that our friend Debo mentioned earlier today, um, you give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, but if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And I think that is so, so important. And the third thing I wanted to mention 
is that this is leadership in action. And I know that Pete Cohen is all about leadership. I have a very, very big heart for leadership. I have two children of my own who were born in Australia. They're in their 20s now. They are both beautiful people and leaders in their own right in their areas where they have where they work or have um, friendship groups and influence groups. So we're very much on the same page. And I know that we will be having other conversations and we will share those other conversations with the world. I am going to be speaking with you after the Friday event because I think it will be important for us to catch up afterwards. Um, but we have an ongoing relationship now anyway. And I look forward to helping you in different ways and, and helping to empower the children and to, to give the love to Africa, as I'm able to as well. Mandela, I'm conscious that we're going to need to close our conversation this time, as um, time limits for both of us um, mean that we must finish off now. So I'm wondering if there, are, if there is just one minute message that you would like to share with the audience before we finish today's conversation. One message that I would love to share with the audience is that even if they are not coming in to contribute, uh, the mere fact that we are having more than 46 speakers this day, let them come in and listen to the speakers. Everyone is, everyone will be sharing about leadership. You may not be a good leader, or you may not be knowing that you're a leader, but with this event, you'll realize that you're a leader. I'm listening to the different people speaking. Uh, the event will run for 24 hours, and trust me, it is a life-changing event. So anyone, it may not be changing only the lives of the 101, but it can also change the life of the life you are having, you as an individual. Please come and attend in person. Listen to the speakers. Thank you very much. Amazing. What a good idea to encourage people to come along because it will be life-changing. And the speakers who are speaking are, they know their stuff. And I'm conscious that not everybody goes on to Clubhouse. So that might limit some, but as long as we share the link to that particular event, which I will be doing, uh, we will be able to invite as many people as would like to come into Clubhouse. And I will certainly be spending some time at the event as well. On that same day, I will be attending something where Tony Robbins is leading. So <laughs> that is going to influence part of my, my day, but I will be there when I can. And I'm so glad that Peter Cohen and Chris Connors are supporting you and the children and the children of Africa in this way. It is so special, so special. And all thanks to Clubhouse as well and the people whose hearts have been moved to not only give, but to actually show up in sustainable ways and to offer their, their expertise and their leadership thoughts and their love. So Mandela, thank you so much for speaking with me now. Um, I will link this to our video conversation yesterday and see if I can just make sure everything and everybody is linked up as carefully and as well as possible. I feel so honored and privileged to have had our conversation and we will be speaking again very, very soon. So thank you, Mandela, and to all the children of Uganda and especially the children in your home where you give them love and nurture and support and guidance. And I quite agree with you. It's all about home and home means a lot to me as well. It means the world, family, home, love, and sustainability. Nothing better than that, just led by quality leadership. And I know that you are that. So thank you, Mandela. 
God bless you. And thank you for taking this time out of your very, very busy schedule today. Thank you. And I'm going to finish our interview now. So I would also like to mention to everyone that this will be hosted on the Talking Hearts podcast, as well as on my blog, thehollytreetales.com. Thank you, Mandela. Bless you. And I shall close our conversation now.